B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. What did you guys get mom for Mother's Day? A rose bush. Mm. Uh, an orchid. Okay. <laughs> I got my wife a tummy ache with a side of anxiety. Oh, oh Drex. So we're starting to put together summer plans, and a buddy of mine sits on the board of this really cool all-girls sleepaway camp in North Carolina. And we're just talking about it. He's like, I get Avery a spot. No no questions wow. asked. Like, oh, okay. I, I think we're ready for that. I think we're at the age where we can do that. So okay. like, he, he locks her in, and I go home and tell my wife April and my daughter Avery about it. And April's a little hesitant, but thinking mm-hmm. like, okay, yeah, maybe we can do this. My daughter over the moon because we watched the video online <laughs> and it's like you know they got the blob on the lake where oh, one person jumps off the dock and launches the other person into the stratosphere yes. like i want to go to this camp so we get the email from the camp saying hey congratulations avery we can't wait to see you uh, in the first session of summer camp june 6th uh-huh. through june 18th and 13 days, two week summer camp. Oh, yeah. We thought it was just one week. Oh, really? So two week summer camp for her first camp. And my wife starts to kind of, April starts going in a tizzy and she's like, I-, I have to go lay down. Her stomach gets all upset. She's having anxiety. Oh, no. She starts getting a migraine. I'm like, Okay, I don't know what to do with this whole situation right now. We like it, it, we're all freaking out. Avery is still excited about it. My wife, total hesitation, and like we start having the conversation. Like, are we abandoning mm. our daughter? Like, oh. what are we gonna do now? It's a long time. Yeah, it is a long Two time. Weeks. For the first, first time. time. Yeah, it's not grandma's house. No, and is that the longest y'all have ever been away from her? Like her entire life? For sure. I mean, she may be gone to grandma's house for two or three nights max. Mm. So I don't, I don't know what to do now because my daughter's so excited. So are you wondering whether or not you should send her or yeah. maybe cancel it? Cancel. Are we abandoning her? I don't know what to do. 404-741-0985. Elizabeth in Canton. Trex, how old is your daughter? She's eight. Oh, my God. What are you thinking? I mean, that's really way too young to be going, you know, away to sleepaway camp. I mean, let alone for two weeks. My God. But you don't think this is a good opportunity for her to like have fun, gain some independence? You know, I, I actually like to surprise my daughter. We did like a little reveal. I got her a shirt that says this girl can like that's her little motto when she goes to camp. What? Stop trying to justify that you, you want to like uh, have a two week vacation, you know, and stop being a parent for a little while. That's going to be traumatic. Oh, Elizabeth's oh. coming in hard and strong. <laughs> traumatic. How so? Think about it. She's going to be alone, you know? What if she thinks about, like, at night and, you know, that she's there by herself and away from you and your mom and her mom and she gets scared or something, you know? What happens if she doesn't make any friends? Oh, worse, worse. This happens all the time. What happens if she gets bullied at camp? I mean, you guys just need to think about this seriously. I mean, come with it. (laughs) Well, that's helpful. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Let's see. Uh, we'll go four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. Drex asking A: Is he abandoning his daughter? And yeah. B: Maybe even take the step of pulling the plug and and skipping summer camp for his eight year old daughter. First time away from home, two weeks. <laughs> uh, I got my uh, eight year old daughter Avery into a summer camp this year, and they send the welcome packet like, "Oh, congratulations, you're going to camp for two weeks." Oh, I thought it was just a week, and now my daughter's all excited. Me and my wife are like, "Oh, 
big deal. Let's rethink this. You're like, oh, uh, your wife is like, I have a migraine. Yeah. This is not happening. <laughs> Doesn't so you're wondering like, pull the plug or just even. Is it even right to send an eight-year-old to camp for two weeks? Now, Elizabeth in Canton just called a couple of minutes ago and was like, eight years old, you're crazy. You should not do that. It is abandonment. It is bad, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Elizabeth in Marietta, you disagree with that. No, she's off her rocker. My kids have all been off to camp. They said it was the best week of their lives. They've, they're so glad they went. I'm sending my 8-year-old this summer and my 10-year-old and my 13-year-old. And I think that she's being really harsh because, yes, two weeks is a long time, but she's going to make the best of friends with those girls. Mm-hmm. And as long as you have done the research oh, yeah. and you know that this is a reputable camp, she will do, she will have an amazing time, and she will make the best friends of her life. Well, the way that Elizabeth and Canton was talking, Drex doesn't care about reputation at all. He just wants his kid out of the house for two I, glorious weeks. I mean, it's not going <laughs> to suck while she's gone. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> all right, Brittany in Atlanta. Send that baby to camp. I went to camp as a child every summer from fourth grade on. It was the best thing ever. Yes. You kind of scared the first couple nights, but that's what camp counselors are for. Mm-hmm. They are there for the crying, the I'm not making new friends yet. They introduce you to every, everyone. It was amazing. I loved it. How old are you in fourth grade? I don't even know. Yeah, you're not 11, eight. 10, yeah, 11. 10, you're yeah. a couple of years older than an eight-year-old. And what That's you just said, true, you were scared the first couple of nights? I was scared the first night because I was like, what if I don't like what they're cooking for dinner? Oh. But they have <laughs> options. Drex, yes. did she hit home with the food anxiety? <laughs> It's my daughter, so let's be honest. You're going to have to maybe send her along with some Chick-fil-A nights. (laughs) Kara keeps you in the know every morning. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. We are protected by Braida Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters. Thanks for listening. 824. Clouds, maybe a few showers today. 73. Braves beat the Phillies 6-1. to Pretty good weekend at Truist Park. They are off today. They host Toronto tomorrow night. Hawks host the Wizards tonight at 730. What's going on, Kara? Ever had an unwelcome guest? <laughs> How about 100,000 of them? What? Yeah, there's a Decatur woman that has been living in her roommate's Briar Lake home for about 14 years. But recently, they've had a bit of an invasion. They discovered a colony of bees living in her living room ceiling. But get this. This isn't the first time. It's actually the fourth time time just keep coming that back? this has happened what? just a couple of weeks ago they had a bee expert remove a nearly six foot long hive from in between the floor joists and she said she first noticed a bunch of bees in the yard and called georgia bee removal who then removed a six foot hive from the ceiling but that was in 2017 so over the past couple of years it's just been almost every year they've had to have a six foot or larger hive removed from their what? house what's so attractive to the bees about the house like, it's some there was some scout some bee scout that went out and put out this that pheromone that this is a good place to build our hive and these bees have incredible sense of smell and they just swarm to this house what city did you say this was in it's in decatur oh well i mean the real estate market's hot there it's all about location <laughs> yeah. now i have a policy at my house I don't kill anything outside my house. That's where nature belongs. Yeah. Mm. Nature does not belong inside the house. Once it crosses the <laughs> threshold, 
it's fair game, that's right? A line in the sand. I'm curious <laughs> if we have anybody that's can can top colony of bees or come anywhere near that. Uh, like a story that you might have of when nature came into your home. Four zero four seven four one zero nine eight five. Sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. Do either one of you guys know how to do the Heimlich maneuver? No, I should know. <gasps> you don't? Neither no. one of you? We all need to learn because there's a 12-year-old that is putting us to shame. Mm-hmm. Christian Swope was eating lunch at Liberty Middle School last week, and he noticed something was really wrong with his friend. They were choking and couldn't breathe. So Christian jumped into action, did the Heimlich maneuver, dislodged what was stuck in his friend's throat, got them breathing again, and has his aunt to thank for it. She's a nurse and taught him how to do the Heimlich maneuver and CPR at a very young age, not knowing that he would ever need to actually use it, but now so very thankful that he knew exactly what to do. After finding out that his friend was going to be just fine, his classmates began calling him a hero, and even the school superintendent presented him with the superintendent's coin of distinction. I don't know the Heimlich maneuver, and I am going to learn how to do that, but there are two things that my dad said. You know when you uh, are talking to your kid and you can actually hear your parents in your voice say to you? I have two things that I say to my kid all the time that come from my dad. And I might actually start ending our show every day with mm-hmm. this because it's great advice. I say to my son at least once a day, chew it good and be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Get my mom on the phone. I'm going to play Beat Shazam. Name that tune in five seconds. Mm-hmm. And for Mother's Day, I asked my mom to pick the songs. Okay. So she picked songs based on how she felt when I was born. And then the second round is how she felt during the teenage years. <laughs> and then round three is how she feels now that I'm an adult. I actually chose songs that were special because of the titles and my relationship with Tad. And the first round, I chose songs that were the way that I felt when he was born. That's the American author's best day of my life. Yes. Rex, are you ready for your yeah, first it's so song? sweet. I found a love. Now, she chose these songs based on the titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's Ed Sheeran. Um, it's a photograph? No, darn it. Perfect. Per- oh, Maybe God. I'm in the dark with you between my arms, on the cross. I mean, it kind of does actually still work, right? Mm-hmm. Like dancing in the dark. I mean, I think Very that's sweet. a song for, for lovers. Yeah. But anyway, on to my teenage years. How mom felt when I was a teen, Kara. <laughs> That's Ava Max, sweet but a psycho. <laughs> Tough teenage years. I guess yeah. so. For I one that. of us, <laughs> I had myself a good old time, let me tell you. Um, let's see. Here you go, Drex. Drex struggling yeah. this morning. Yeah, it's, um, it's Taylor Swift. 
Gonna have to market us. Yeah, go ahead. Smokey, I knew you were trouble. I'm sure Mama Jan was screaming like the screaming goats, too. (laughs) 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 All right, and this final round on our relationship now that I'm adult, Kara. That's Panic at the Disco. Hey, look, Ma, I made it. Hey, look, Ma, I made it. This is sweet. This is a really precious category. Everything's coming up. I mean, yeah. She's so, she's so proud of you, Tad, honestly. Oh, no. For kind of following in your dad's footsteps and then giving her that sweet baby, uh, grandbaby. No wonder you so were So proud of you. And like, yeah. the, uh, like the approval of your parents is all you ever really want. Yeah. Whoa, I thought uh, I had gotten it all out uh-huh. yesterday when I was putting this together. When, when I was even just thinking about yeah. these songs, I was like, oh my gosh. And this one was like lights out. How my mom it, feels now that I'm an adult. I hope you dance by Leanne Woman. Yes. Dance is a metaphor for whatever tracks. The whole song right? is about a parent hoping that their child, like, does well when you right. get a chance to sit it out or dance. I hope you dance. But dance doesn't mean like I. I hope not. I hope you don't literally stand up and start dancing. I hope you dance. Oh meaning I hope gosh. you do what you want. Right. Well, I mean, it's. A, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to interpret <laughs> art. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. <laughs> Forgive and forget with Tad and Drex on B ninety eight point five. You need forgiveness. We help you ask for it. Sally, you brought your daughter to her physician, and what happened there? Well, I brought her in for her annual physical, and she asked to speak to the doctor alone, as in without me. What's wrong with that? What is she trying to keep from me? Is she pregnant? I mean, I I honestly cannot believe that HIPAA laws break up a mother and child. I'm a concerned mother. So you're saying that HIPAA laws, she could share something with her doctor and her doctor can't say anything to you as her mother. I'll get the bill probably. Who knows? Whatever, you know. (laughs) You figure you're paying the bill. You might as well know what's going on. Exactly. Well, you know, sometimes young women just have personal things that they like to discuss, like their cycle and stuff like that. I'm going to be sick. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I take it she spoke with the doctor. And what are we asking forgiveness for today? Well, we had a meeting after her appointment and she left to go to the bathroom. And that's when I kind of came on to the doctor a little bit. Wait a second. You came on to the doctor? You like came you on to your daughter's pediatrician? How else was I going to get close enough to the desk to read what was in this note? <gasps> in his notes? Crafty, yes. Sally. Crafty. I just wanted to see what she told him. Now, was the doctor into it? You're coming on to him. You're being flirtatious. Did it work? How do you think I got his number, sweetheart? Oh, my God. (laughs) So you want us to help ask him to forgive you for what exactly? He doesn't know what I was up to. Okay. Okay, But I saw the word vape on his notepad. Oh. 
I do not want my daughter vaping. I will not have my daughter vaping. All right. So now you know what's on there, but you can't tell your daughter that you know what's on there. Yeah. Exactly. So now we need to convince Dr. McDreamy to talk (laughs) to her and convince her that it's okay to tell me so that I can talk to her about vaping and not vaping. So you need to ask, say, sorry, doctor, I read your notes, number one. B, you need to convince my daughter to tell me that she's vaping so I can intervene. It's the only way. That's a lot. Exactly. <laughs> what, All right. what about the date with the doctor? Is that right. off the t- <laughs> Uh, you know, the ends justify the means. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sit tight. We're going to talk to the good doctor coming up in a couple of minutes here, okay? Okay. Forgive and forget on B98.5. Is it too late now to say sorry? You need forgiveness. Tad and Drex help you ask for it. Sally was desperate to find out why her daughter wanted to talk privately to her pediatrician. So when her daughter left the room, Sally comes onto the dock, gets a look at his notes, and saw the word vape. So now she needs to ask the good doctor's forgiveness and get him to convince her daughter to tell her about the vaping so she can intervene. Sally, sit tight as we get your kid's doc on the phone. Dr. Doctor, this is uh, Tad Drex and Kara calling from B98.5. How are you? I'm fine. Well, do you know Sally B- by chance? Um, can I ask what this is about? <laughs> I don't discuss patients uh, with anyone, and I certainly don't want to talk about that woman. Well, she's not a patient from what we understand, but why are you against... Her in particular. You sound like you definitely don't want to talk about her. The lady is a nut. She insists on bringing her daughter to my office for checkups. And she watches me like a hawk. Just She's just overbearing. Uh, if you're a pediatrician, though, Dr. Del Rio, I'd imagine that that happens I am a not a pediatrician. What? You're not a pediatrician. No. A pediatrician Ooh. only sees children. I'm a doctor. Mrs. <laughs> daughter is an adult. But you're still going to talk to her about vaping, right? Okay. Uh, Dr. <laughs> this is a feature on our show called <laughs> Forgive and Forget, and Sally actually asked us to call you to ask your forgiveness for something that she did when she was in your office. She said <clears throat> that she saw some notes on your desk and thinks her daughter is vaping, and she said you wrote that on her uh, on your notepad. Listen, I cannot discuss anything shared with me confidentially in my office right between my patient and myself Mm -hmm. okay but i wrote that down because my receptionist saw mrs vaping in the waiting room and i wrote it down to remind myself to talk to her that that is not acceptable so wait hold on hold on hold on hold on sally was vaping in your in the office i'm okay with me vaping i just don't want my daughter vaping (laughs) wait a second we gotta we gotta clear this up she comes into my office smelling like cotton candy every time. Oh, she's got those good jewel pods. Yeah. So listen. So we said, what's in taping, doctor? What did she tell you? So she was spying on me in my office. And now you that- realize that that woman, what I can't even discuss what she did in my office. And the things she said in the way that she acted was just, I, listen, have a nice day. I guess this means we're getting a new doctor. <gasps> better find a looker. 
On the next Forgive and Forget on B98.5. Tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., Shannon needs forgiveness for posting a photo on Instagram of her and her boyfriend. How dare she? I know. We will find out why when we talk to her tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. on Forgive and Forget. There's a lot going on in the world, and we tell you about the important stuff. It's Tad and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. We are protected by Breda Pest Management. They handle bugs and critters, 726. Clouds, maybe a few showers today, 73. Braves beat the Phillies 6-1 to one yesterday. They're off today. Host to Toronto tomorrow night. Hawks host the Wizards tonight at 7.30. What's going on, Kara? Check this out. Friday, Alpharetta base operator of one of the largest gas pipelines in the country was hit with a cybersecurity attack. Apparently, it was so bad that the Colonial Pipeline has had to shut down 5,500 miles of pipeline until they figure out exactly what has happened. Now, they produce 50% of the gas that's supplied to the East Coast. So a shutdown for too long could cause a major issue for us. We could see disruption in the supply. Of course, prices could jump too. But right now, there is no need to panic. You don't need to rush to the pump unless you're hanging on E right now. They're going to hopefully get things back up and running as soon as they figure out exactly what happened. Last time they shut down the Colonial Pipeline. Do you remember that? It was in 2016, yeah. Yeah, and prices jumped like 29 cents, something like that. Okay. Oh, good one. And these are from hackers. Yeah. Fun. Isn't it? Right yeah. now, Elon Musk is like, hey, my Woo-hoo. plan is working. <laughs> I hope they're happy. I hope that, that that's satisfying. I, just, I don't understand what goes through people's minds, like why they want to sabotage things like that and do things right. to normal people. To get that to bit- make our lives To miserable. get that Bitcoin, son. Oh, gosh. Let's <laughs> get a good feeling. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. All right, Drex, were you watching American Idol last night? Was I? Because your dream weaver was on yeah. there. Chris Martin was the big mentor for the contestants, and they had to sing a Coldplay song and then, of course, a song for their mamas. It was the Mother's Day special. And then they narrowed it down to the top five, all within one episode. They're killing me doing these eliminations yeah. so quickly. But, you know, we've been following Georgia boy Willie Spence, and last night he sang Joe Cocker's Beautiful, and, you know, I had to... Play the cold plays yellow for you because <laughs> of Drax. Did make it to the top five yeah. last night. I'm not hey, going to say hey. about anybody else who was narrowed down because it was definitely a clincher. But next Sunday, the final five are going to work with Phineas. That's Billie Eilish's brother. Mm-hmm. And they're going to sing a song by their personal idols and then their potential winners single. So we got to make sure we stay tuning wow. in for Willie Spence and voting for our boy. Are they going to do hometowns during that week, too? Possibly. I'm not sure. Oh, maybe okay. That may be when they go down to the final three. Okay. All right. Trying to wear masks at the hometown parade. What's going to happen? Is it going to be real? Are we going to have to socially distance or can we really party this time? We'll have to find out if he makes it to the top three. All right, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. Everybody stay calm. (laughs) Answer more questions than Kara. Grab a quick hundred bucks. But she won't make it easy. It's Are You Smarter Than Kara on B98.5. We are sponsored by R.S. Andrews Heating, Air Conditioning, Plumbing, and Electrical. Sarah and Winder, could you kick Kara out of the studio for us? 
Girl, get to stepping. I'm out of here, Sarah. Good luck. She gone. You too. Good All luck. Right. Oh, you want Drex out as well? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He can say this time. Look at you, Sarah. I can hear you're doing dishes. You're getting, you're taking I care am. of business early. All right. <laughs> so we're going to ask you these five trivia questions while Kara stands outside the room. Then we'll bring Kara back in. We'll ask her the same questions. If you can answer more right than Kara, she pays you $100 of her own money and you can hire a dishwasher. <laughs> I doubt that, but okay, I'm ready. All right. Question one. A naked man claiming to have a bomb stopped traffic on I-95 south of Savannah for eight hours on Friday. What does the I in I-95 stand for? Interstate. Number two, the winner of last week's Kentucky Derby tested positive for steroids. True or false, the next race in the Triple Crown is the Preakness. True. Number three, Braves took two out of three from the Phillies this weekend at Truist Park as they opened up to 100% capacity. Marietta Bourne, Dansby Swanson, plays what infield position? Uh, third base. Number four over the weekend, Elon Musk said he was the first person with Asperger's to host SNL. What's the name of the electric car company he owns? Tesla. Number five, Mandy Moore's new line of baby products is picking up steam. In her 1999 hit song, Mandy says she's missing her boyfriend like what? Like crazy. Let's bring Kara back in. All right, Sarah and Winder, you did okay this morning. You got three, right? The questions are tough, so Uh, we'll see how Kara does. All right, same questions for Kara. Number one, a naked man claiming to have a bomb stopped traffic on I-95 south of Savannah for eight hours Friday. What does the I stand for in I-95? Interstate. Yeah, that's what Sarah said, one-to-one. Number two, winner of last week's Kentucky Derby tested positive for steroids. True or false, the next race in the Triple Crown is the Preakness. True. It is. It's this weekend. That's what Sarah said, two-to-two. Number three, Braves took two out of three from the Phillies this weekend at Truist Park as they opened up to 100% capacity. What's wrong with you, Sarah? I think she knows what the <laughs> she knows what the right I answer know. is, but don't say it. Yeah. Don't say Marietta okay. Bourne, Dansby okay. Swanson plays what infield position? Shortstop. Sarah said third ah. base. That's hunky Austin Riley's position. All right, Kara's up three to two. And I was at the game on Friday. Oh, oh come on! For shame. Number four over the weekend, Elon Musk said he was the first person with Aspergers to host SNL. What's the name of the electric car company he owns? Tesla. Sarah righted the ship there, but Kara, you're up four to three. Finally, number five. Mandy Moore's new line of baby products is picking up steam. In her 1999 hit song, Mandy says she's missing her boyfriend like what? Crazy? Like candy. Like candy. Sarah said crazy as well. All right. Final score this morning, four to three. Sarah and Winder, are you smarter than Kara? Not this time. Kara, 1,022 wins and 35 losses. Sorry, Sarah. Yes. (laughs) So no cash, but you get four tickets to Movie Magic with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra Maris Bank Amphitheater on June 26th. Enjoy a socially distanced night out with the ASO performing music from iconic films like The Godfather, Forrest Gump, Schindler's List, and more. Tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Sarah, your hands are pruny as I've ever seen. You need to get back to something else. Get a mani-pedi. Yes. And go see that show. My husband's going to love that. Thanks, guys. You're so welcome. Hang on the line, and thanks for playing. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5.